0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com
1: for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's preview the conference championship round next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5 I'm Chris Towers here with Sia Najad, and we are going to talk about the conference championships between the 49ers and Eagles and Bengals and Chiefs, and there's a lot of really interesting plots for this one. I think the most interesting one, obviously, is the one that's caused the the line movement in that Bengals-Chiefs game to go all over the place. I think it opened at Chiefs minus two and a half. It's back to Chiefs minus one, which, you know, it doesn't sound like that much movement, but at one point it was... Bengals minus two and a half, and it's all tied to the health of Patrick Mahomes. It seems like every every time we see a, a video of him walking without a limp or without a walking boot on, the, the line shifts a couple of points. So what are you expecting from Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense this weekend?
0: That is the question, isn't it? I, I mean, listen, I think he's hobbled to some degree. I mean, I think players like Patrick will receive an injection and probably – feel pretty good going out there and he looks pretty good, but I do think he's going to be limited a little bit, especially maneuvering around. I do think they're going to want to protect him. And which means probably a lot more short area passes, a lot more getting the ball out very quickly. And we'll have to see how that impacts him because frankly, this is a good Cincinnati defense.
1: I mean, that was one surprise that we saw last week. Did I don't think Jarek McKinnon had a, a, a receiving yard last mm. week, so that was really surprising. That was one that I expected him to have a bigger role. Uh, I would expect that this week. I think if you know Cole Hardman gets out there this week, that might be a situation where. You know, either he or Kadarius Toney gets more involved with some of those trick plays, running the ball out of the backfield, maybe some of those quick hitting passes to try to keep the offense moving without having to rely on Patrick Mahomes dropping back, you know, a five step drop. Let's move over to the 49ers and Eagles and just talk about what we expect from these two offenses going up against on both sides, such great defenses. I mean, these are both teams that can really pressure the quarterback. What do you expect to see from these two offenses?
0: Yeah, I expect to see Jalen Hurts throw it downfield quite a bit. And I think he's going to do that early to Devontae Smith. It's a pretty condensed target share there. So it's, you know, AJ Brown, Goddard and and Devontae Smith. So I expect him to look to throw it down the field, maybe rush it himself. I don't think Miles Sanders is going to do much, but on the other side, I think San Francisco is going to listen. It's Brock Purdy. It's not like it's going to be air out season against the Philly defense. He is also going to try to get the ball out quick. Kyle Shanahan is a, just a brilliant offensive mind, so I do think they're they are going to find guys like Debo, guys like Christian McCaffrey in space, and they'll just have to see you know how much they can score doing that. But it, you know, putting pressure on Brock Purdy, it's not a good thing for Brock Purdy. Like we saw it with Dallas, Philadelphia can can produce just as much pressure, so he's going to have to get the ball out quick, and they're going to have to be very efficient on their drives.
1: Yeah, Brock Purdy, he's been great, but there have been some several moments in pretty much every game that he's played, but especially the last couple in this playoffs where it feels like he really wants to give the ball away and the opposing defense just hasn't taken advantage of it yet. This is an Eagles defense, obviously 70 sacks this season, a bunch of takeaways that can take advantage if you make mistakes. So they're going to mm-hmm. put a lot of pressure on him. Let's talk about some of your favorite DFS plays and, and kind of the guys in this two game slate that you're planning on building around.
0: Yeah, I'll start, and I'll tell you, we just wrapped fantasy football today. DFS—that's me and Mike McCoy. We literally just wrapped that show. It'll be in your—it's already in your feed if you're listening to this. Um, I like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase quite a bit. In in that show, we do a core, we each do a core four, core four mm-hmm. for this upcoming slate, which of course is just the two game slate. I'll just give you my core four right now. Two of them are J- Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Really like that connection. The Chiefs just aren't very good at defending the receivers, Certainly not good against defending boundary receivers or wide receiver ones. So I think Jamar Chase is going to have at it. His his Receiving prop is 83 and a half yards. That's pretty high. That's You're getting into like Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson range when you get to the mid to upper 80s. So I think Jamar Chase is going to have a great game. And th- therefore, I also think Joe Burrow is going to have a great game. They're going to be the cores in a lot of my lineups. The other two, you mentioned it, Jarek McKinnon, not only did he not have a receiving yard, he didn't even have a target. But again, I think a lot of that was just game script dependent. Pacheco was able to run the ball. I don't think Pacheco is going to have as much success running the ball against the Cincinnati Bengals. So I think McKinnon's going to be involved quite a bit. I think they're going to scheme for guys like McKinnon, Kadarius Tony, quite a bit, get the ball in their hands. The last guy in my core for is Devontae Smith. I, listen, it's between him and A.J. Brown. Their receiving props are, are four yards away from each other, 66 versus 70. I think Devontae Smith has just been such a reliable target. I think he gets downfield more. and We know San Francisco, they give up stuff downfield quite a bit. It could be either A.J. or Devontae Smith. I just opt to go with Devontae Smith there. I'll tell you, Mike's core four has two of the same guys I have, which are Jamar Chase and Jarek McKinnon. The other two that he has, we've actually discussed, Kadarius Tony who Mike thinks is going to get a lot of targets. I do too. His catch prop is only three and a half. I think we, we should all be taking the over there. Again, they're going to scheme him into space, especially with Mahomes having to get the ball out quick. And the last guy's Debo Samuel. Listen, I'm not really huge on CMC this week, although I think you can play him in DFS. He's he's the most expensive guy for a reason. But I think Debo gets some carries out of the backfield. I get think he gets some receiving work. His rushing and receiving prop total, 74 and a half. So pretty high when you consider he's rushing and he's receiving.
1: Yeah, Kadarius Tony is going to be someone that we have a lot of debates about this offseason when we're talking mm-hmm. about the the 2023 fantasy football season, because clearly a talented player, whenever he's been able to stay on the field, he's been very productive. And what we've seen with the Chiefs is he's not playing a lot. I think he only ran 12 routes last week, maybe played 20 snaps or something like that. It's a very low usage. But when he's on the field. I mean, it was six, I think six targets on 12 routes last week. It's been very, very high yard or targets per route run rates for him. Like you said, they're scheming up a lot of short stuff. They're getting involved in the running game a little bit and especially near the red zone. So he's someone that, you know, not a sure thing. I think, you know, it's entirely possible. He goes out there and runs nine routes and and has two targets, but they really clearly see him as a weapon and whether he's going to grow into a, a number one type of wide receiver next season or even someone who plays more than half of the snaps next season is one of the big questions that we're going to be facing this offseason that's going to drive a lot of the debate about him. But I think right now what we're seeing, especially if he's a lower price guy in DFS, he's a really interesting play for those tournaments. So mm-hmm. that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back next week to recap the championship round. We'll see you then.